On this edition of the Lynn's Report, the RV Queen of Canada rolls into Peterborough with campground crudité and bad intentions. Bell Media once again swings its misogynistic axe that never seems to dull. My pillow plug Mike Lindell has definitive proof of a stolen election again. And culty shipbirds get the boot from a former Ottawa church. Let's dive in. Welcome to the inaugural edition of the Linz Report, a drive-by news roundup of the top stories that dominated our headlines here at DeanBlundell.com. I'm your host, Ryan Lindley. With the aim of a half-pissed middle-aged man at a dive-bar urinal, we will bring you the headlines along with some commentary. We are not your number one source for news. We are not your trusted partner for information on world events. Please stop asking us, but like, what are we? We're information friends with benefits and that is it. We will not be meeting your mother. Please stop asking, where is your Uber? I want you to understand something before we dive into this pool together. You deserve to know where the presenter, which happens to be me, is based. Let me analogize it for you. The truck parked in the space on the right has a set of truck nuts and a fuck Trudeau flag. The truck parked in the space on the left has an LGBTQ++ rainbow sticker along with a myriad of eye support ribbons tied to its antenna. If you approach such a parking space with trepidation, I want you to hear me loud and clear. While you may navigate and park away from them, I would rather jam my car in between them. We will be approaching the news here with the exact same energy. Who dominates the spectrum is entirely up to them. The self-proclaimed queen of Kent, sorry, queen of the world now, Romana Dedulo, graced the people of Peterborough this week with an unannounced royal visit. Her Majesty wasn't there to cut the ribbon on the inevitable hardware store that is likely to overtake the failed tattoo, mediocre burger joint, and impromptu freedom fighter Airbnb called Peter Burgers. No. She was in town to shower her disciples in raw vegetables and tins of no-name brand sardines, and to also witness a group of fringe fries that have decided it was a good idea to attend the local police station and arrest the officers inside. Our intrepid recorder Kareem Assad was on the ground, and it was determined the charge these Del Hole deputies were attempting to lay was... Check the notes. COVID crimes. Sounds like a series from Investigative Discovery Channel. COVID crimes. Check your local listings. In what you may call an incredible surprise, this did not go as they envisioned. Police brass and their entire constabulary were not rounded up, hog-tied, and thrown into the official mobile government recreational vehicle, affectionately referred to in this newsroom as Dill Hole One. No, instead, all the Queen's horsemen and at least two of the Queen's men caught Planet Earth charges from the real police. In what is described as an absolute spectacle, the Peterborough police handed out a generous helping of the Find Out course during the Fuck Around Feast. Now, speaking of that F-sharp being bandied around so willy-nilly in such an official capacity, I would like to pivot your attention to the pearl-clutching happening around the world regarding the unfiltered tweet of Peterborough's mayor in response to this attempted hillbilly roundup of her worship's police force. Mayor of Peterborough and certified badass Diane Terrian released a tweet in response to multiple requests for comment on the debacle that unfolded in the parking lot of her municipal police force. Now, as a responsible broadcaster, I would like to warn you that what you are about to hear will contain dreaded profanity. If you have God-fearing children within earshot of the speaker, you may want to plug their ears with cotton, wrap their heads in lead blankets, and bury them at least 10 feet under the ground, because what I am about to read will send the hardiest Christo-fascist into complete Twitter complaint frenzy of Karen proportion. Diane wrote, People have been asking me to comment on the events of the past weekend in Peterborough. 
I hate giving airtime or a spotlight to these imbeciles. Here is my comment. Fuck off, you fuckwads. Please collect yourselves. I'll give you a moment. And now I would like to draw your attention to the most accurate coverage coming from Ottawa's latest occupation, the St. Bridget's Church takeover by Kool-Aid and the gang, also known as the United People of Canada, the raw, unedited, on-the-ground coverage that is providing an unfiltered eye on the developments there. It's coming from a supporter of the United People of Canada. Facebook Live videos have been keeping us all updated on the developments over the past week of these branch Covidians being evicted from the premises unprejudiciously. There really is something awe-inspiring about this group of alternative reality dwellers continuously broadcasting their exploits for future bail-hearing fodder for Crown attorneys. This week's unintended hero comes in the form of somebody nobody ever wants to run into, the bailiff enforcing the removal of this budding cult. Anyone seeing this middle-aged man with the red foreman I am so tired of your bullshit vibe knows exactly who I'm speaking of. This gentleman is lacking any sort of media savvy which makes his exchanges that have been broadcast all the more fantastic for the village idiot voyeur such as myself. I don't know his name, I don't know who he works for, but he is this week's unintended hero. The cult in training as of Friday evening has decided their make-believe laws override reality and have announced in true Ottawa occupation fashion that they intend to plant their unwashed asses in the ground and wait for the strong arm of the law to sweep in and clear them out so they can claim total victim status. This is an ongoing story and we will keep you updated with any developments that may occur. Are you a fan of the Toronto Maple Leafs? Wait, hang on. What? Dude, there's like a million Leafs podcasts out there and you just want to make a generic promo? You're right. Hit it. All that matters for this team is playoff success. What is it about this hockey team that keeps pulling me back in? They may make us so angry, but we bleed blue and white. The Talking Buds Podcast. Two brothers talking Leafs. Hosted by Rob and Ryan Fern. Watch the show on YouTube or listen anytime on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or DeanBlundell.com. It is your favorite girl. That's right, it's the Ali Mars. The one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. In news wafting up from the meth lab downstairs, Mike Lindell announced on whatever social media outlet still allows him there that this week he will be providing evidence that the 2020 American presidential election was stolen. Again. He stated his evidence is rock solid and that it is going to shock the country, shock the world. Again. But this time, he really means it. The media has been lying. The government has been lying. Doctors have been lying. 60-plus judges who threw out the election fraud claims have all been lying. The last bastion of truth, ladies and gentlemen, is the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, a man whose DNA is composed of only trucker meth and just-for-men gel, is holding a Moment of Truth Summit this weekend where he will reveal all. That's not as far-fetched as it sounds, 
This week, a video resurfaced on Twitter of him revealing it all while making one of his State of Confusion addresses outside in a public area at what looked to be some sort of a resort, clad only in a suit jacket, shirt and tie, and boxer briefs. He also released a new coffee line to his catalog of grift. My coffee was launched this week to much right-wing fanfare. Flavor notes were bitter, nutty, and incredibly weak. And now with a report on Bell Media themselves being Canada's number one reason why we need Bell Let's Talk Day for mental health, here is Ashley Lindley. Thanks, Ryan. Canada lost one of its most comfortable pairs of jeans this week. The set of sneakers you slip into on Saturday because they're the ones you love the most. The ex-boyfriend's stolen hoodie of news delivery, Lisa Laflemme, was unceremoniously axed by the bottom-dwelling media overlords at Bell Media. Lisa faithfully, diligently, and fairly brought us the daily news over the span of more than three decades. In true mental health advocate fashion, Bell put a muzzle on Lisa until the loose ends of her firing were neatly trimmed, packaged, and vomited out for public consumption. Luckily for us, Lisa does not subscribe to this sort of swept-under-the-carpet shank and bail. She's a veteran of this business and does not stand for tomfuckery. She spoke her story to the masses this week via social media because Bell Media didn't afford her a platform to say goodbye to the millions of Canadians who grew to love and trust the news she showed us for many years. No matter what side of the political spectrum you fall into, this hatchet job was received in disgust nonpartisanly. Have no fear about replacing Lisa, though. As an anonymous employee of Bell Media told DeanBlundell.com this week, Bell Media can't find people to do traditional media gigs. It's tough to fill presenter positions. We're asking people to do four jobs for a poverty wage. No one trusts us with their future, and fewer people want to move their family only to be stuck in Kingston after getting downsized three months in. Sounds like Bell's Let's Talk Day was created to give their own employees an outlet to vent about the misogynistic, ageist, and perpetually gross environment their employer gives them to flourish in. If you would like to voice your opinion on the matter, be sure to check out the Twitter account of Michael Melling, who locked down his only known social media account after firing Lisa for advocating for common sense news coverage and not coloring her hair. I'm sure he will discard your worth, just like he does with his female employees. Thank you for that, Ashley. In conclusion, it's becoming ever so more apparent that we as a society are on our own. While that may sound scary and intimidating to some, I want to reassure you this isn't as bad as you think. The wonderful thing about a functioning society is its ability to figure things out without the assistance of agenda-driven quote-unquote leaders. From convoys to queens, not you, Douglas Connors, you are my official queen of Canada. Slay, queen, slay. From pepper-pot propaganda pandering to known threats to national security, to blackface-wearing, virtue-signaling, teddy-bear-dropping illegitimate sons of Fidel Castro, the information presented to you is ripe for dissection. Approach it like a frog on the grade 9 science table, with trepidation, morbid curiosity, and determination to find out where the frog's penis really is. Oh, um, where the truth is. We've all been given an incredible gift of discernment, a beautiful ability to process information, match it against common knowledge, and pull Occam's razor across its soft, cold underbelly to reveal just exactly what the hell is going on inside. Once you bust the gut open of the presented package, it's up to you to decide with all that grey matter you've nourished what is true and what is not. In the spirit of Lisa Laflemme, I wish you the ability to see the charlatans that film themselves in real time, 
take what you see them doing and report it back to your prefrontal cortex the same way the vast majority of well-adjusted Canadians do every day and confidently say, this is batshit crazy. Watch for these and other stories this week at DeanBlundell.com. For the Dean Blundell Podcast Network, I'm Ryan Lindley, and this has been The Lens Report. and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.